The following presentation is brought to you by the KMmedia.pro network. Each channel is created to provide highly engaging and fascinating content presented in an entertaining light just for you. Please visit www.kmmedia.pro for complete information. So now, stay right where you are as we present. If you want to find the secrets to the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Nikola Tesla. In Think Energy, Dana Parker and I, Kevin McDonald, will delve deep into the world of energy and vibration. We will present great guests who are able to use energy in a positive, healing way. Be it NLP, Reiki, mediumship, energy healing, spirit communication, and many more modalities. Our intention is to create a safe space for all of us to understand that everything is just, well, energy. And welcome everybody to Think Energy for a Friday afternoon. And it's so great to be here. Dana is here as always. Dana, how are you today? So good. I'm really excited to be here today and to talk with our guest. Absolutely. Vicki McGrath is with us and uh, and welcome, Vicki. How are you? Thank you. Thank you very much, Kevin. I am just terrific today. And Dana, it's so lovely to meet you. And um, I hope together we can help our audience learn how to trust their gut and create a life they love using their intuition. I guarantee I love it. That's that's what that's what you're about, and that's the work. So, how did you get into this work? Where did you where did you come from? <laughs> well, I am just uh, I guess a regular person who uh, you know I I had have had a a long twenty year career in the like as a with a job. I started a, a traditional service based business uh, with my husband in two thousand and fifteen. I was, you know, just carrying on with life uh, as we all do. And then when the pandemic uh, hit, uh, I really started to suffer a lot with anxiety and started to feel very isolated. I'm a, an extrovert. I love being out, uh, meeting people and, and participating in my business actively. And so uh, when I started to feel that, sort of, you know, a sense of anxiety and isolation, uh, my husband said to me, you know, Vicky, I can't help you with this. He's an introvert. Uh, and so he didn't notice quite as much as me uh, that, you know, he wasn't feeling the same way. And so he suggested that I, you know, look into how I could try to improve my mindset and really work on more of a positive outlook to see if that would help. And so that's really what got me started was I, I started looking into mindset work. And I don't know whether you know uh, Dana Wild or not, but I had her book on my shelf. It's called Train Your Brain. And it's all about basically replacing uh, repetitive negative thoughts with more positive, upbeat, soothing thoughts. And so that's really what kind of got me started was I started to work on my mindset. And as my mindset improved with constant work and repetition, it wasn't easy. You know, it's a conscious decision that you have to make. You have to decide that you want to feel better. But once I started to feel better, um, I started to really open up to, you know, more positive things in my life. I wanted to learn more positive things. I, I was excited about and optimistic and hopeful about things. And I came upon a, 
a Facebook summit, as we all see them. Uh, and it was a practical magic Facebook summit. And I thought, mm -hmm. okay, well, I'm going to try that. That sounds fun. I, I can't go wrong with fun right now. And so I listened to that. And literally, my mind was blown. It was absolutely blown that there is this whole magical way of life uh, that people live and that is their life. And I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. And that was really what I would say probably was a spontaneous reawakening for me. I suddenly realized that all my life I've been guided with my, by my intuition. All of my life I've had these gifts, but they were buried beneath my logic and reason and, mm -hmm. and career and, and the patriarchal society and all of the things that we hear about. And so, you know, once I think what happened was that once I felt better, my mindset improved, I opened up, I felt happier, my vibration raised, and then my intuition could come in and start to show me uh, that it was there guiding me. And then from there, I was able to actually use my intuition to start creating the life I wanted to create consciously, as opposed to just living by default. And, you know, uh, I, I call, um, you know, those of us that are living by default sheeple, right? We're just doing everything that we've been told we're supposed to do in life. And then uh, if you're lucky, like I was, then you wake up and you realize that you actually can create a life you love. So that's really how I came to be where I am now. And that's why I use this three-step process. You, you know, it's interesting because this today seems like it's a bit of a theme, don't you think, Dana, that it's about when we get to that point in our life when suddenly we look at, around and say, is this all there is? I'm not as happy as I'd like to be. I know yeah. I can do better. Uh, Dana, you went through the same exact thing mm -hmm. um, at 12 years ago. The guest we had in the previous hour went through the same. It, and we all do it, don't we, Dana? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. I And I think if there's a big a big shift happening in our world with a lot of people waking up. A lot of people saying, wait a minute, I'm giving my power away to this thing or this idea or this organization. And do I really want that? And it's really beautiful when people start waking up and, and you know, as, as Vicky can probably attest, it it is a difficult process waking up because you're waking up and you're tapping into the, your emotional part of yourself in a way that you never have before. And that can be a bit overwhelming at times, right? Do you, do you remember feeling that way at all, Vicki, in the process of when you really started waking up and tapping into those parts of you, the things that you carried that were the negativity, letting those go, that process, how was that for you? Well, I mean, let's face it. We face that every single day of our lives, right? It's an ongoing unearthing of that programming, right? And, you know, the way I like to look at it is that, you know, from the day we are born, uh, our tiny infant minds are filled with uh, our, the beliefs, the habits, the knowledge of the people in our lives. Mm -hmm. And we just have to accept that uh, in our subconscious mind, we don't have any ability at that time to reject it, you know, right up until I don't even know what age, but let's face it, you know, our entire childhood, possibly some of our youth and into our adulthood, we're just informed by this program. And the people that are programming our mind have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? They're just yes. regurgitating the thoughts 
the habits, the beliefs that they learned from their parents, bosses, society, and so on and so on. So, I mean, what we're regurgitating could be two, 300 years old, and it never occurs to us that that's the case because we're living by default. And we've never been told that you can actually replace those thoughts with new thoughts and then choose your thoughts and actually consciously create your life. And so for me, what I found, Dana, is that every time I think I've, I've uncovered that program and I think, okay, that I, okay, mom, thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah. I'm done now. <laughs> You know, the next, the next evolution comes along yes. and, and it's still there. Yes. Right? And that's, that's the ongoing process that we're yeah. forever going to live. And every time you evolve and every time you're, you raise your vibration, uh, you know, that program doesn't want to let you go, right? Yeah. It's going to fight for its life, right? Yeah. It's been in there for a long time and it's not yeah. prepared to give up. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I tell people all the time, this journey, when you start waking up, it's a, it's a lifelong journey. You dedicate yourself to the work again and again and again, because life keeps happening and life keeps showing you the things that are calling for love and healing. And so to find joy in the journey of it is, is really, really important, super important in, in this work and uh, giving yourself permission to enjoy the process. So I love that. Kevin, Ooh. Vicky, I got to kill. <laughs> what? 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 What do you Kevin, want? Kevin, what are your thoughts? Do you have a question? <laughs> well, yeah. As a matter of fact, I do. I was just going to say, ask Vicky that, uh, you know, there seems to be two camps. One is that you can do anything that you want and you can become anything that you choose to be. And the other camp is, no, uh, my life has already been planned out for me and this is somebody else's vision of what my life is going to be then that is and and how do you can how do you work with people that that say that their life is already played out and they're just playing out the string or it's god's will or what, what what do you do what do you do with that those kinds of folks to open them up to get them to realize that they can do anything they want because that would be a really freeing thing for them well i don't think uh from my perspective, we can actually change anybody else's mind. What we can do is change ourselves. And it's quite remarkable, actually, the ripple effect of changing yourself. I'm sure you've seen it as well. But whenever you change yourself, the vibration, the energy that you give off also changes and it ripples out and influences people in ways that you can't imagine. But having said that, what I would say is that to a certain extent, I think I agree with both sides, right? Actually, I feel like we come into this life with a divine plan. It, I feel like it's about 80% uh, agreed upon <laughs> when we come into this life. We, you know, we've agreed with the divine. Okay, I'm going to come in. I'm going to kick ass. I'm going to take names. And I'm going to have about 20% where I can pick and choose what part of that I want to do. And so that's why, you know, uh, we're all on our own journey. And so some of us are on the journey of waking up, having that, you know, that spiritual awakening. Some of us are just here to upgrade our soul in some way, expand in some way. It's not for us to decide or judge what somebody else's journey is. It's their journey. And so 
I think that's, it's kind of a nice way of looking at it is that everybody maybe has come in with 80% of their journey set for them and they're just living it out. And sometimes we choose to awaken and sometimes we choose to just carry on, uh, you know, in whatever expansion or upgrade form that we're in. But either way, I think it's okay. And we just, just do ourselves. That's really all we can do. But I feel like the mindset work, I always tell my clients, you know, you can do mindset work, you can build your intuition, you can build your vibration, and you don't have to tell a soul, right? You can keep it all to yourself. And then other people will just notice that great things are happening for you, that you're just so vibrant, happy and joyful, and they'll wonder what you're doing <laughs> by improving your own self inside. But you don't have to tell a soul that you're doing it. So on the one hand, you know, uh, you can uh, come out and, and be like you, Kevin and, and Dana, and be the leaders in the community and say, hey, you know, uh, tell us how you're awakening. You could be like me, where I'm trying to help other women who are already feeling like there's more to life, right? I'm not, I'm not going to attract anyone that doesn't want to upgrade their life the way that I'm offering, right? So I think that's the other key piece is that we only attract the people into our lives who we can either help or be helped by. And that's, you know, I think that's part of the challenge as well is that if we're trying to attract people that aren't really our tribe, then it's going to be a recipe for frustration. And so that's where I think that piece is that we just understand we're all on our own journey and that we maybe will meet along the way if we're in, of the same vibe. And I'll tell you, you know, and Dana is a perfect example of this. She's got an incredibly high vibration because you can see it uh, when you when you and, and when you just look at her. That she is, she is, as everybody's looking at her now. <laughs> she's just as she she's got this this glow about her, and you have that same glow. So you are vibrating at a higher level than than other folks that that are depressed and down and not very happy and stuff. And the Eeyore complex and and stuff. But and so the work that you do, you work primarily with middle aged women who are either in the change of life or their kids are now older. They've they're now have got to figure out something to do with themselves. Is that, is that kind of the demographic that you're working with? Well, that's a big part of it, Kevin, but I would say also right now with the, the pandemic, you know, there are a lot of women, I don't know whether you've heard of the she session, uh, but you know, there are a lot of women who are deciding whether or not they want to go back to their job, you know, whether they want to go back and work in an office, whether they want to go back and continue to, to climb the corporate ladder, or whether they want to, uh, you know, try something new, something uh within themselves that they've maybe always wanted to do. And so I think that's the, that's the key is it, it's really just about transition. So my clients are in some form of transition. It could be empty nest. It could be a divorce. It could be job related. It could be a health issue that they're dealing with uh, or something, uh, or it could just be middle age. You know, I've gotten to this point in my life. I've done what everyone else wants me to do. And <laughs> damn it, I, I want to do something for myself now, right? Yes. Uh, so either way it happens, uh, you know, really, it, it's it's always that kind of, and I think it is for every situation with everyone that ever wants to do something, there's some kind of an acute incident or something in their life where they just suddenly realize that there's more for them in this life and they want to explore what that is. 
And so that's really how my clients find me. And uh, we have a we have a well we don't have a caller but we have a commenter that uh, would like to to make a comment and and uh, she says at Vicky McGrath uh, is improving intuition based on intention and vibration and that would be for both of you guys to answer that one. Sure. Uh, do you want me to, to answer Dana since uh, it was addressed yep. to me first? Absolutely, Absolutely. Vicky. You're, you, you're um, the guest. You get to go first. <laughs> so. The, uh, I would say for me, uh, it, it is based on intention and that's because you have to actually intentionally move from a lower vibration to a higher vibration in order to access your intuition. And so, uh, what I mean by that is that if you are feeling, uh, depressed or anxious or, uh, you know, uncertain or, or low in any way in your mood, you probably aren't able to access your intuition because your vibration is too low. And so your intuition is always there. It's always guiding you. Don't make any mistake. There is no one left out of the intuitive gifts. Uh, everyone has them. But when we're living at a lower vibration, we may not be hearing what they're saying to us. We might just be acting on them without realizing. And I think that's where I was for probably, you know, 50 plus years. I was I was actually getting their guidance, but I didn't know it and I wasn't acting intentionally. And so I think the journey is that you have to raise your vibration by improving your mindset and then you can access your intuition. So I think it's kind of a double a double thing. Would you agree, Dana? Yes, there's so much of that that I absolutely agree with. And um, one of the things that I think is an an added uh, thing that I I feel would be really important to add to that is as you're, you know, tapping into intuition, we're multidimensional beings, meaning we're mental, emotional, spiritual, physical. And so you may be really tapped into your physical self or your, your mental or emotional self, but getting into that spiritual self, knowing yourself, tuning into those impressions, that part of yourself that is intuitive and through intention, 100%, because emotions are very emotions, energy, intent, you know, intuition. It's very much through intention and, and saying, this is what I want. And so tapping into that with intention and saying, okay, I want to connect to that energetic intuitive part of me that knows more than just what the physical is seeing or experiencing and sitting with that and seeing what you experience, you know? Uh, And, and I think another part of that is knowing yourself, taking time to really know yourself. How, how do you receive that, those intuitive messages? There's lots of ways we can hear things, we can sense things or just have a knowing. We can have visuals come to our mind. We can sometimes people have a spiritual gifts to smell certain things. Um, so there's lots of ways to receive intuition and, and messages coming through. And so um, taking that time through intention, setting aside time to tap into that part of yourself, I think is a really big part of opening up your intuitive gifts. And, um, and again, it's, it's like strengthening a muscle. If you want to strengthen your physical muscles, you go to the gym and you work out or you you're in your home and you work out, right? You work the muscles. Same thing with intuition. I remember when I first started recognizing that I was very intuitive, I would second guess a lot and, and uh, for lots of reasons. 
there was one time in particular that I'll never forget. And it was such a beautiful lesson where I was, I was helping put on a a three-day personal development event. A couple walked in and I heard a message in my head clear as day when I saw them, he's cheated on her and she is ticked about it. And I was like, whoa. And at first I thought that that was a judgment because I wasn't aware of my intuition. I wasn't aware of gifts at the time. Um, but there was this voice of like, don't judge it, just wait, wait for it to play out. And I said, okay. So I I just kind of placed it on a shelf in my mind. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what that message, what it presents. And sure enough that night I was in the back and I was a support and the woman came to me and said, can we go to the other room? I really need some personal, personal one-on-one. And I went with her and sure enough, she shared with me this story of how her husband's cheated on her and she doesn't know how to let go of the anger and trust him again. And so there, that was such a pivotal moment for me to understand, oh, my gifts, they come in like, like words, like somebody's telling me something and it's a thought that hits my mind. And to believe and trust those things. But again, my intuition never trumps another's. I would never go to that woman and say, your husband has cheated on you. And I, and I know it, right? It's let it play out. Or sometimes if I get intuitive uh, downloads about people, I'll, I'll be open. I'll be open to, okay, let's see what happens. And ask questions so that people can find their answers themselves. And so my intuition never trumps another. And I think those are all just really important tidbits and lessons from, from my life with tapping into intuition. And, and I do have to say, Vicki, that you, you made a statement that I believe to be patently false. You said something about 50 something years and that can't be. <laughs> You're very kind, Kevin. I'm sure you say that to all your guests. Uh, no, not, not, no, not, no, no, trust me. I don't No, Yeah, it's not <laughs> only, only the ones that I, that I think that you're, you're, you're lying to me. You can't, <laughs> you're, you're just a kid. No, just had my you. 53rd birthday yesterday. Congratulations. Ooh, congratulations. Happy Thank you. Yes, my Pis- Pisces goddess. Yes, me too. Oh, happy birthday <laughs> on the 8th. Oh, very exciting. Yes. Now, I do have to ask you, because you're a bit of an extrovert, your husband's an introvert. How is that going for you? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, you know, I think you have to uh you have to look at it like the journey, right? You have to look at it like the journey. So here, here I am on my journey. Uh, here he is on his journey. And uh, although, you know, he, he was attracted to me originally because I was a an extrovert, uh, because I like to laugh and have a good time. And, you know, he was attracted to that. And for him, you know, he, he's a very solid, uh, grounded base for me. And I think that's probably why we're a good combination is that, you know, as a as a, now that I realize what I am as a psychic, right? I really, really like to engage in the visual world, right? I'm always, if I go, like, I'll give you an example. If we go to a sporting event, you know, pre COVID, we'll go to a hockey game because, of course, we're Canadian. So uh, we go to a, can, uh, Jeff will be watching the game, right? He'll say, Oh, did you see that? Oh, oh what a goal, right? And I'll be like, Huh? Huh? Because all I'm doing is watching the people. Right. And it's just so fun just watching the people. I might see the skating going on in the peripheral vision, but you know, that's the thing about being a psychic 
that I didn't realize, right, is that I just really love the visual. And so having him as kind of that grounding uh, energy was actually probably a, a benefit for me in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, I so love that. You talk about being a psychic and you're also a medium, yeah? That's correct. And so I, you know, I don't want to interrupt, but I don't know whether you, you know, what you want me to discuss that. But of course, a medium is, is really a channel, right? So I, I have been a Reiki practitioner for 25 years. And so, you know, a Reiki is just channeling divine energy, right? That's all it is. It's channeling divine energy so that it can be a healing uh, medium or med modality for, for others. So uh, I guess I've been a, a channel um, for that long, but uh, now I realize having had my awakening that I am also a medium to um, the deceased and to the spirit guide world. So I see um, lots of different beings <laughs> now. <laughs> But I didn't know her there before. <laughs> did, that, did that frighten you at all? Not at all. Not at all. No. Not no, okay. because I was doing it intentionally. I was taking classes to develop that skill. And so I was doing it intentionally to determine what I could do, what I was capable of. And so when you're doing that, you're going in there with the highest and best intention, right? The the best intention for all involved. And so you only want to to everyone who comes through is only coming through in love in those circumstances. So I have yet to experience anything otherwise. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Wow. That's incredible. And I love that. That's something to consider for all of our listeners. If you feel inclined, look for psychic and, and mediumship uh, classes and courses where you feel drawn and open up those gifts. If you feel like you have gifts there and you know, my, my mind just opened up. Hmm. And I did feel, feel, I went through a phase of feeling scared and, and I wanted to note for anyone who's felt that or anyone who experiences that where your gifts just open up and all of a sudden you can sense it all, um, that it, it's a choice. And when you raise in vibration, the, the other, some people can really sense, um, low vibration spirits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As you do your work. This is what I experienced. As you do your work, your inner work, your vibration raises, and then they have no power. And it's completely up to you whether you give them power or not. So that fear that Kevin talks about, although it can be real, you get to choose what to do with that. And so I started saying, I started actually visualizing um, when I would sense spirits come in and I felt that fear that there was like a fishing pole that they put energy into my energy field. And I'd be like, nope, I reject that. I re Nope, I choose not to participate in that. I'm not holding on to your fear. That's not what I'm a part of. I choose higher. And those things really helped me with the fear. And yeah. uh, Faith, Faith has another question for us here. Yes, Faith, keep them coming. Thank you. <laughs> another question: Is it possible world events like war heighten psychic ability because millions of people are concerned about people possibly passing away, or the pandemic, or other uh, events like that? What What, what is your thought, Faith? Um, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Do, do you want me to start? Yeah, uh, yes, Vicky, yes. go. Please okay. do. Please do. <laughs> yes. um, I personally feel like even though um, we're being told otherwise by the news, by the media, uh, I believe that the vibration of the people on the planet and other beings, other beings 
uh, multidimensional beings, as Dana has mentioned, is is raising every moment of every day. And I feel like we are kind of at the precipice of something really dramatic happening psychically for people. And I don't really know how to articulate what that is, but I feel grateful to be part of whatever it is as it comes forth. But what I would say about um, the war situation is, um, and the pandemic, you know, these are all experiences that uh, the people of the planet are having because they are in a certain mindset and their mindset um, is maybe not raised high enough to be able to tap into the world of intuition, the higher vibration. And so I feel like we're, there's a lot of us that are at the higher vibration and we're bringing some of those other people up with us. And some people are just on their own journey and they're not going to make the transition into the higher vibe. And so they're just going to either continue on their journey or they're going to leave the planet. I think that that's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> and so that's my explanation on that one. Yeah. And sorry, I, Dana, Dana, you concur with that and with that. I actually I do. I actually for for me, as I've tuned into different things and asked questions intuitively, I, I do agree with Vicky. And I think it's a choice to stay here. And and I think we're all raising in vibration. And I think that's happening on the planet. Um, with the with the war and what's with Vic's question, I absolutely think that that when when we have circumstances like this, it causes us to tune in more to our own intuition, to how we feel if we choose. And, and for me, you know, as world events happen, that is, I, I strengthen this connection because it brings me peace. And I think that when you do that, when you open up those, those channels for hearing messages and feeling and sensing things from your divine source or what I like to call the biological uh, parents of my soul, I connecting with them um, for me, I see it as bringing in a vibration which we're all connected. And so when you bring in a new, uh, that vibration of peace, that vibration of love, and you, you bring that here. And I like to just put it into the earth. And when you embody that, you're literally putting it out to everyone because we're all connected. And so, yes, the more people tune into that higher power and, and channel and bring that peace down and, and put out that peace. That's what I tell people when you see these things that maybe the the world is trying to to uh, evoke fear from you. If you can channel compassion and love and peace to those things, channel peace to Ukraine, channel peace to Russia. You know the energy that you bring through to those experiences matter. Your emotions about those experiences matter. It makes a difference. And, and and where you're at matters. And you, that's what you have power over. We don't have power over, you know, if Russia chooses to, to, to attack Ukraine or whatever happens in politics, whatever happens in this world, the pandemic, we have no control over that. But the energy we bring to this planet, the energy we channel through to those experiences matter and it makes a difference. Vicki, what do you think? Uh, I would agree. You know, I think that uh, we can choose our own vibration and choose to use that vibration to raise the energy 
or the vibration of the planet. Uh, you know, I think that we could really just, as Dana said, you know, be, try to be grounded ourselves as best that we can and grounding in the, in the earth, that, that sense of love and peace, and then allow everyone else to travel the path that they're going to travel really. Cause that's yeah. all we can do. Yes, I agree. Now I did. I will, I will say this. And that is that world events like what's happening with the pandemic world events, like what's happening in Europe, they tend to go in a uh, kind of a pendulum. And I think the pendulum is swinging back to the positive side of where people are getting tired of all of the hate division and fear that that has been surrounding us for a very long time. And I think that's why they're, you're seeing more people wake up. You're mm-hmm. seeing more people like you, um, uh, Vicky, that are, that are saying, you know, there's a better way. We can do this. There's a much better way than to be depressed all the time and to be sad and stuff. And, and, and ultimately it'll work. It'll, the more people that, that you can affect, the better off it'll be for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's why the work that you're doing is just extraordinary. And I thank you for it. No, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And I would say, you know, that all, all of that war and, and fear and, and hatred is just programming, right? Mm-hmm. Going back to, right. It's programming. They, they were programmed to feel and think that way. And they have yet to understand that that programming isn't serving them and that they can choose another way. And it's really up to, you know, those of us who are on the, the higher vibration to try to continue to, to build the vibe of the planet so that, that mm-hmm. hopefully they'll catch wind, <laughs> catch a vibe. So, so Vicki, that brings up an interesting question in your, in your work, in your coaching and stuff, because I am going to ask you, cause my, my brother died 15 months ago. My mother died six months ago. So I'm going to ask you about them, uh, in a, in a little bit, but, uh, first I want to ask you that, how do you help people and, and perhaps Dana too, how do you help raise their vibration when they're really not even sure they are one? You know what I mean? Well, I just look at them like me, uh, as I was, you know, th- you know, the people that are, I'm helping, uh, you know, they're, they're coming to me because they, they feel like there's more to life than what they've been living, but they don't really necessarily know what that is. And so I just start with the same path that I used, right? You start with mindset. Uh, you start building your mindset once you're once you start to feel better with that positive mindset work. It's not easy, but it's simple. <laughs> Just replace the negative, repetitive thoughts of your of your pe- program. You know the the parents, the the family, the society. Just replace, replace, replace with more positive, soothing thoughts, and then that's when they have have raised their vibration. They start to open to their intuitive gifts. And then, so that's step two, open to your intuitive gifts so that you can see what they are. You know, what gifts do you have? What strengths do you have? And then step three, using your gifts to create a life you love, to choose the way you want to live going forward. And that's why I call it 90 days to sovereign goddess, because sovereignty can mean anything, really. It can mean everything to anybody, right? Sovereignty is is essentially freedom. So you have freedom of thought, right? You can choose your vibration. You can choose your thoughts. You can choose to move forward. You can choose to create the life. So that's why I really love that word sovereign. 
and goddess, of course, because I'm dealing with women. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's how that's how I move my clients through, right? And, and it's it's a loving, uh, personal journey with me. You know, one to one, I I walk them through. There's lots of visualizations. There's lots of meditations. There's not lots of journaling. You know, there's lots of love. Uh, but that's you know that is what what helps them understand what their gifts are and and raise their vibration and awaken to uh, the sovereign goddess that they are. So Dana, are you a sovereign goddess? Do you know what this is actually my word of the year? That is that is like my focus, and this is an area I'm really passionate about too. And this is why I get so excited, Vicky, that to meet other people, I just feel so honored. Like I feel so honored that other women are doing this too. And that, that there's so many of us that have done all of this work and now it's that sovereignty to now teach other, other women. And that is what the world is calling for, I think, to bring to balance. So Yes, sovereignty. It's actually on my vision board. I'm working. I think there's lots of different areas of sovereignty. This year's financial sovereignty for me. Financial sovereignty is my focus. So I, it's one of my favorite words. I love it. I love, love that you're focused on that. And I just, I feel in this moment, I just want to express my gratitude for the work that you've done and the path that you've paved for other women because it's important for us to be speaking about this in such a healthy, balanced way right now. And to bring this to the planet, I just thank you so much for walking the journey. And, and I know that it's not easy. And I know that it takes focus and, and it takes a lot of courage because there's a lot of things you get to look at and be accountable for. And that's not always easy. And so just thank you, Vicki, for what you're doing and how you're empowering women. And, and I feel that it's just really wanted on the planet right now. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. And it's my absolute pleasure. And I'm, I'm glad to know that I'm walking along with you as well. Yes. And I would just want to point out to the sovereign uh, financial sovereignty as well. And this is a really key component, I think, for many of my clients as well, is that, you know, when you get to a certain point in life, you know, you're really entangled often in so many different ways financially right you are not a sovereign person you're entangled in your relationships with your spouse or or with your financial institutions or you know you may not understand the full picture of your financial situation and you may actually have given away your power financially and so that's where the sovereignty really is so critical for women especially to understand how pivotal sovereignty is for them to be able to make the next decision of their by themselves on their own for themselves for their greatest and best right and that's the key piece and so i i understand and appreciate why you're why you're going that path for sure yeah yeah it's been a fascinating journey and one that i i'm thoroughly enjoying and learning so much about so yeah beautiful what's well, about dang time how huh? where you guys been I mean, <laughs> Have been around 200 years ago to get there. a lot of stuff to to go through to experience There's i'm pretty sure we were here 200 years ago kevin go ahead dana i just pay my deep respects to the women who are here 200 years ago because um all of the women that have lived here that lived through such great suppression they paved a way and there were many women who were trailblazers in a time that was really hard and difficult. 
And because of that, we as women have the freedom that we have now. We have these freedoms outside, but we're not free here or here. That's why we don't take advantage of them. That's why there's not more Fortune 500, um, female Fortune 500 company owners. That's why there, there hasn't been a female president yet. That's that's why these things haven't come to pass yet, because we're not free here and here. And that's where Vicky and I get passionate. And that's why our work can make such a difference in this world, because we'll see We'll see the difference outside mm-hmm. as we reclaim ourselves and our own sovereignty and step into our power. But there were things that had to take place before we could be in this place. And now, since physically we have these rights, now it's the mental, emotional rights within ourselves to claim, to then have everything line up more and more and more. You know, it's interesting that, that you know, it just dawned on me that I'm a little slow, I do have to admit. <laughs> but uh, it just dawned on me that, you see, I grew up uh, being a guy. I grew up with, you're going to be, you're going to go get a job. You're going to get married. You're going to be in charge of yourself. You're going to be in charge of your life. You're going to um, go into management. You're going to make mm-hmm. money and you're going to slay the dragons and you're going to bring it home and she's going to cook it and you're going to have the kids. <laughs> and, and she's And she does basically what you say or she's subservient to your wishes or will. Yeah. That's society is telling us that. Right. And then, and then to live your life completely differently, which would be, I'm going to get married to a guy, you know, being a woman that is going to be my, he's going to be the leader of the household. And I'm not, I don't have to worry about that. And I'm going to do, I'm going to have the, have the babies. And the, I mean, it's a completely different experience completely growing different up as a guy than it is growing up and it's harder for you guys because at one point in time you have to make that transition from yeah. being a, a secondary or subservient to being master of your own ship that's got to be and it's great that there are people out there like you to doing that work because that's got to be a really a really excuse the expression shitty transition to make it's it's not easy but it's empowering and it's enjoyable and that programming, like Vicky talks about, and I believe too, is ingrained very hardcore in so many of us as women of to give our power away to well, somebody I've, else. You've been taught that your whole life, Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky, how do you, you know, am I right in that? I mean, does it, is it making that pivot is really hard for some? I would agree with that. And I think that's, you know, a challenge for many of my clients. I, I personally have always been that driver, that ENTJ personality. (laughs) I've always been the leader in my family. I've always been an extremely, uh, you know, sort of leadership oriented person. I I grew up with four brothers, four older brothers. And so I've always had that kind of uh, male uh, dominated thinking, I would say that, you know, as I call it, the logic and reason dominated my thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I grew up, I, I had no intentions of getting married. I had no intentions of having children. I was living my life. I was going to do what I wanted to do and to hell with everybody else. Uh, but I actually found, you know, <laughs> a, a person that I fell in love with and he asked me to marry him. So what am I going to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it, it, it really is. I think it, it's, then you have to, then you have to choose to, to tone down, 
right? Then you have to choose to fit into the role. Then you have to choose to not be too much or too loud or too Vicky, right? Then you have to make that choice. And so that was very difficult for me. And that's where I think I really uh, just kind of trundled along as a sheeple for a lot of my life until mm. this spontaneous reawakening, right? Because mm-hmm. I was I was always too much. I was too much in my job. I was too loud. I laughed too much. Uh, and so I was, you know, I really had to tone it down. And I think that's the same with a lot of my clients. Actually, my clients are, are a lot like me. They're kind of that ENTJ uh, personality, that alpha type lady who has that very dominant uh, personality and has had to suppress that to fit into the roles that society has for us. But a lot of people don't realize that they can create their own roles. That's mm-hmm. correct. And I didn't realize till very recently, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> well, and, and like in, in Dana's case, because I know her story, it, it was it, it was a not only no, but hell no. I'm not going to not do that. I'm going to do it. And and so it takes and, and I applaud the the women that are are making that step because it's scary, it would seem to me, and it's it's really is uh, hard. And then, but that's why they need support from people like you to get that done. So mm-hmm. so let me ask you: uh, when you do psychic readings, when you do mediumship, what does that look like for you? Uh, so uh, I I generally I don't. Uh, do readings. <laughs> oh, okay. But when I was practicing, like to become a medium, uh, I I would uh, see people, uh, the deceased or the spirit guides, uh, just like uh, a picture in my mind. Just like they're they're just like they're standing there in full on color. Just like uh, you know, I can see uh, the the white hair braided in a certain way, or I can see the big wooden earrings, or I can see the long flowing salt and pepper hair. I can see the the brightly colored dress. I can see the pirate suit and the buttons and the Navy uniform. I, I can see it just like you and I are looking at each other right now, Kevin. I can see that person standing there. Uh, so in mediumship, when I'm looking at a, a, a client, to their left, my left is mother's side, to the right is father's side, and then up above is kind of nebulous, uh, different people. And guides, guides are usually up above. Um, and so that's how it comes through for me. Some Sometimes I'll get a feeling that that's the clairsentience. So the, the visual is the clairvoyance, um, right. the, the clearer seeing, that's the psychic sight that's disca- dis- described. Um, the clairsentience, I will get feelings like uh, one time I had a really weird vibrating foot and the deceased one had gout. Um, so uh, one time I was reading someone and I felt my arm pop and they had broken their arm. So it it, it, it comes in in different ways and you just have to kind of realize, uh, you know, it's not you. <laughs> It's not you seeing or feeling all of those things, right? That's the information that's coming in from the the, the other side. So that's that's how it looks for me. I don't know how how it looks for other people. Some people don't see things. Some people hear things. Uh, you know, they. I actually don't hear um, the messages from 
the deceased or the spirit world, oddly enough, when I'm doing a mediumship reading. If I'm doing my own visualizations or my own meditations, I definitely do have clairaudience where the I get the the intuitive downloads, the claircognizance, uh, the clairaudience, it all comes through. But when I'm doing a reading, it's mostly visual and clairsentience. Now, but you're not really advocating or putting yourself out there as a medium or as a psychic that does that. You're more using that within the confines and the framework of your work, right? That's correct. So I have, you know, I chose to become a life purpose medium as opposed to uh, a regular medium. So the difference is, the, you know, when you're thinking about mediumship, for example, you know, you're, you're, you think about the Long Island medium, right? She, she has so, such amazing gifts. Like she just sees stuff everywhere, right? She sees stuff everywhere. And so I didn't want to go that route because I felt like um, that kind of was a, a career limiting move. It kind of, you know, it left, left me in one spot only to do mediumship that way. Whereas I chose to do life purpose mediumship, whereas I connect with people's guides and help them to discern their life purpose. So that helps me in my in my work with my clients because I can give them a life purpose reading as part of our journey together on our 90 days. And so once they've changed their mindset, opened their intuitive gifts, then I can help them with a life purpose reading to say, hey, this is what your spirit guides are telling you. Does that resonate? And then they can choose to use their intuitive gifts go forward with that information if they choose, if they choose. So that's why I did it that way. I, which is wonderful. I think a lot of people, including, including to a certain extent myself, I use my intuition when I'm conducting an interview and when we're talking and stuff. And so does Dana. Yeah. Uh, Dana is sitting there nodding her head. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's good to you're using your gifts in a real positive way because it's not, Sometimes the, the mediums can be kind of sensational and it's kind of what it is, but it doesn't really accomplish a whole lot. Well, I think it gives people closure. Um, you know, if there are people who have have died, you know, in my in practicing for my mediumship certification, I I certainly did, uh, you know, provide uh, mediumship readings for people who are interested in connecting with a deceased loved one. Um, and to a certain extent, it does provide closure to people. So I can understand why that would be of interest, but it was just my personal feeling that helping them to move forward with their own gifts was more fruitful for my client, uh, my client base. Absolutely. Dana, we're coming to the end of our time together. Do you got anything else you'd like to ask, uh, Vicki? Um, nothing's coming. I feel so good. I feel like this has been such an incredible session and incredible, uh, recording. So I'm just grateful to be here and grateful to be a part. I thank you for what you're doing, Vicki. Oh, it's been my pleasure. And if I could, uh, you know, if, if, any of your listeners are interested in, in finding me, they can find me on my website, www.vickymcgrath.ca. And if they'd be interested in working with me, there's a you know a couple ways they can connect with me there. So I would welcome anyone that might um, be interested in, in working with me further. 
there will be people that will see this now or see this later that will be very interested in working with you. And it is Vicky McGrath dot C A. Right. As in, as in Canada. As in Canadian. <laughs> a. a. It's a nice day, you know. A. Um, and I have really appreciated having you here. And I, I'm going to step aside and give you the opportunity to tell our audience, the folks that are listening now, and there are some, the ones that are listening now and the ones that will hear you in the future, anything that you'd like them to know. Uh, well, I would just like to thank you uh, for having me. It's been a it's been a pleasure. I I hope that I've been able to, uh, you know, allow your listeners to recognize the programming that they're running, uh, give them the understanding that they actually can choose their programming going forward. They can make their own way in life. They can choose their own thoughts. They can raise their vibration. They can open to their intuition. And they can use their intuition to create a life they love. So I hope that I've been able to uh, provide that guidance and support for your listeners. Will you come back? I would love that. I'd love to have you on again, and uh, and we'll and we'll take you over to uh, Positive Talk Radio, I think, and uh, and we'll work with you in that vein, and we'll and we'll sneak attack your uh, um, um, intuitive side. All right, sounds good. I like that. Yeah, because that's 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 what you do. What do you think, Dana? Is that a, is that a good I idea? I love it. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> and we'll do that. I would also love to have you on KKMW as well, uh, which is the radio. And we just finished a, a really cool uh, a radio show with uh, Reverend Rob, the uh, tarot card reader. That would that was fun. You oh, are. Oh, that is and, so fun. I love that. Yeah. yeah and He's you really have fun. been dynamic, and you you're just yes. you're just wonderful. Oh, thank and, you. Thank you so much. And I th thank you for being here. And Dana, is, is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Thank you. Thank you, Faith. Thank you for um, all the listeners who are listening. Thank you for the comments and questions. We love them. Keep them coming. Mm -hmm. We'll be uh, live every Friday. So come join us. We welcome the questions and we love it. So thank you. Gee, I wish I'd have said that. That was pretty good. So uh, for Vicki McGrath, and go to vickymcgrath.ca, and you can find out all the information that you need to about her. And please work with her. I think the, if, if you are a woman and you need some help to initiate the changes that they be a coming for you, uh, you should uh, talk to her because she can help you uh, with, the, with those changes. So, and uh, on, the, on behalf of... Uh, Dana Parker and myself, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. If you'll stay right there, Vicki, I'll be right back. We'll be right back. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro for more details about us and our mission which is to provide great, positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other, because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.